This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. You're listening to Talking Raptors on Raptors Republic. 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 All right. Welcome to episode 17, season 8 of Talking Raptors. Barry Taylor here with Nick Reynolds. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing doing good, buddy. Not bad. Yeah, it's like uh, feels like you when you tread water for a long time. You know what I mean? Your, your arms just go numb, your legs go numb, and you just <laughs> you just exist now. Just just getting ready to drown. Just catching hypothermia. <laughs> Slowly, painfully. Broadcasting as always on Raptors Republic. RaptorsRepublic.com. Get your sixes. Come get your sixes. We got a six from here. Six, six over there. Six. Six from the six. Drake, here's your royalty money. Anything happening with the global ambassador? Uh, he's with the he's with the Migos. I think in Jamaica with Popcon. Fucking right. Making some fucking tunes. I don't know what's going on, Drake. This album was supposed to come out like four goddamn months ago. We're dying out here. Yeah, if you could help the pandemic, Drake, by. Just Drop. putting out some good, feel good music. Anything. He's probably, he must be saving it for the summer. Yeah, 100%. Anyway. Because we'll still be locked down then too. So God bless you, Drake. Can't wait. Yeah. Thing one. Another week. It's come and gone. Not much of a clearer picture at this point. Looks a little more like it's over. Yeah. Than it did well, a week ago. It's clearer towards the bottom. That's for sure. You can see the bottom of the trash <laughs> can a lot clearer than we could. First thing I want to know though, when you saw that they were sitting Siakam, and then last night they sat OG. What, what, what was your first thought? Were you like, oh, we're tanking? That's it? Uh, Yeah, my first thought was, oh, we're fucking, this is it, eh? Let's fucking go then. Let's tank. But also I'm like, oh, like they literally just got back from COVID and, and you know? Yeah, because I think almost, I, I think a lot of people or most people were like, oh, we're tanking, which is, I'm sure, the right response but at first i was just like oh good yeah they're they need it god yeah like let these men sleep yeah, or rest for the love of christ like got covid know. been playing fucking center for <laughs> they got covid and have been playing nba basketball yeah like back-to-back nights for yeah. you know and those are our big money guys right yeah like so, just let them rest for take, the love of god take care of them yeah so yeah but then obviously the next thought is oh maybe this is more of a tank move but my first impression was just like, I was like, yeah, they have to let these people physically rest because yeah. they're going to die. Mine was definitely worth tanking because I'm, <laughs> I'm a piece of shit for sure. No. Yeah, there we go. We're leading into it. Okay. <laughs> it and then I was like, you know, the human part of me kicked in. I'm like, oh, God, they need some rest. Siakam looked exhausted in this. All, all season long, Barry. <laughs> in the, in the, Tired all, all season. The game against the Knicks. That yep. double dribble, man. That double dribble. Yeah. Well, Woo. it was uh, honestly one of the funniest double dribbles I've ever seen, too. Like, he, he looked around his whole body like an owl. Yes. Like, 360 was his head. And, uh, mm-hmm. well. He could have just gone. He could have just. 
Yeah, but he he's like he saw a little little glance. He's like, I'm I'm dishing this to Gary. Nope. No. No. Well, that's the that's the season we're having. Double dribble. I, I'm not mad. I'm not. Sh- I'm not even shocked. I'm like, yeah. Oh, we did a double dribble this time. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. We didn't. We didn't get the shot off. Okay. Lowry's reaction was the best. Yeah. He was just biting his fist and you're just like that. Yeah, man. Welcome back. He, he he he's like this goddamn kid can't catch a break, man. Like Jesus. It's true. He's cursed for this year for yeah. whatever reason. I mean, that was an entirely like self-inflicted disaster of a play. Like, he was a disaster the whole game. He did not have a good game. No. No, we did not. Uh, he fought his way through it, and uh, you know we were right there in the end. And double dribble. I mean, again, the man had COVID. He lost ten to fifteen pounds. Yep. And now he's playing NBA basketball, one of the most intense cardio things you could do. Yeah, yeah he still knows how to dribble, though. <laughs> <laughs> he still knows the rules of I'm basketball. Trying, Barry. I'm trying to give the it's, man. It's it's an out, dude. The whole season is a wash. I, I I'm not criticizing anybody, but I'm like. We all, you fucked up, Pascal. That's all right. It's fine. You're allowed to be like, Pascal, you fucked up. He knows he did. It's fine. He's not going to go back. He's like, when nah, he called man. for the review, though, it's oh. like, don't. Oh, my Lord. Don't do that. <laughs> don't Dude, uh, I think Chris Boucher called for a review like three minutes into that game. And yeah. I, uh, well, One, it's, it's frustrations. <laughs> they're they're going to they're gotta come out the fan somehow, man. Like Anything. That Knicks game, though. Seeing Kyle Lowry come back, all I could think was, holy shit, this guy's amazing. He, Philadelphia is fucking insane for not trading, giving up whatever the so Raptors Miami, wanted. So are the Lakers. But dude, him on that Sixers team, running the point with Embiid and Simmons and Tobias, and like, that's a problem. That's a team that could knock out Brooklyn, you know? Yeah. And... They, for whatever reason, didn't do it. And again, you got to pay to play. Look how good Jonas is doing right now in Memphis. Mm-hmm. He's balling the fuck out. And we could really use him at this point. Yep. Could really use. But we've got a ring. That's, we, yeah. We, we You know what I mean? We made our choice. It fucking worked out great for us. <laughs> like, hey, we are where we are right now. But we've also got a ring. Mm-hmm. I could not, watching that game last night, and Kyle Lowry just, taking over like when they started i think the knicks went up six nothing or eight nothing or something to start the game and Lowry was just like fuck this and he just took the ball went drew two fouls he's like okay we're on the board let's go let's go let's go and you know what i mean like yeah, he just takes just... over the fucking game he runs the he runs the show well he just manages the entire game exactly and again it's the shit you don't always see on paper and why people don't understand how truly great this man is mm-hmm. and i was just watching i was like philadelphia you Fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think about other teams like that anymore. Like I I fuck you guys. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> forget the. I don't care. Uh, it doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? Unless we're playing you in a series, I I could care less about your team. Um, I'm happy. Thank you, you dumbasses. Um, yeah, Daryl Morey, you friggin' idiot. He's gonna help Malachi develop. You know, he's doing. He's, he's gonna help Pascal too. Like this. Yeah, is, this is important. Like Pascal's <laughs> learning how to manage games, right? He's doing. He's doing a pretty damn good job. Uh, you know, there's ob- obvious flaws in this man's game, but just the playmaking alone is is a bright spot on this season. Yeah, I'm still all in on Pascal. I'm very happy. I'm fine. He had a bad game. It's okay, fine. I was just scared. I'm just scared. No. Also, Raptors Twitter is so funny because it is. 
feast or famine all that yeah and i don't even know what's funnier like the people that are just going straight ape shit the people coming to his defense almost are over the top like people are like they like you can't criticize siakam you can't be like yo you double dribbled yeah like and you cost us the game man review it and everyone's like (laughs) and then you ask to review it and everyone's like you can't call out siakam for double dribbling the man and it's like yo he just fucked up like you know yeah no you can you, he's our max player we can call him out you can say you go can back say, and listen to how many times we used to call out demar go go listen to this shit it it, it really is it, it's it's people that are like don't talk ill about our savior or trade this piece of shit like we should have kept norman and traded pascal like that you there is it is a weird there's no in between for some reason yeah, and both yeah. both sides are equally strange i think yeah well i'm glad we're here to uh, be the the voice of reason. I feel like that, Gary Trent Jr. Well, that's a max player. I'm gonna have to max him out. <laughs> Give him the max, dude. He is adjusted well. Yeah. To this team, holy <clears throat> shit! Well, he gets to have the ball in his hand a little bit, right? Like it, it was hard for him to. I knew he was good. I watched a lot of Portland games, so I knew you did. He was good. I did when we when the trade happened. I texted. I was like, seems okay, and you were like, no, I'm pumped. Yes. Like you were all you were jacked from the get go. Yeah, and that could, you know, like, give him the ball. There's He can do a lot more shit than he can with without Dame and CJ. True. Using every fucking possession of the game, right? Like, Very true. We need a guy to come in and, and minimum, you got to fill Norman's shoes. That's minimum what you have to do, right? Mm-hmm. And then everything else is is uh, icing on the cake for us. It works. It's he's, good. He's just a gangster, man. He's, he's fucking cool. He's clutch. He says all the right things. Every every he, he's wearing blue jays jerseys. He's done everything right. He really has. He's embraced it. He's career high twice. Yeah. Game winner. Plus fifty four. Yeah. He's it's been okay since Gary Trent Jr.'s got here. Oh, here's the other thing too. Everyone's got like you can call Lowry Lowry or Fred Fred or Siakam Siakam. Gary Trent Jr. is awkward, and Trent Jr. is awkward. I kind of like just Gary. Gary? Yeah, Gary's great. You know? Gary, it's because he sounds like a regular guy. But he's extraordinary. Like, Trent Jr. is awkward. No, or, I, 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 just Gary. Gary's the way to Gary, go. Gary, 100%. That's uh, Gary, okay. Definitely when I'm watching the games, Gary! Yeah, <laughs> all right. Just yeah. To clarify for this podcast moving forward. It's Gary. Yeah, 100%. He's Gary. Okay, that's good. New additions to the team. Freddie Gillespie... I know he's six foot nine. He looks fucking gigantic, though. Big boy. He looks bigger than every. Like he looks like if someone selected him on a screen and then stretched him out in Photoshop, and he's just bigger than everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's his wingspan's seven four. What the fuck? Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I'm in. Let's go. It's I like, alien shit. I love it's it. It's crazy. He's a giant man, and he's he's fitting well. I'm, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the, the bar shoes, was low. Yeah, the bar was low. It's, I don't know if there's shoes that you had to fill. You just walk on. You can, you yeah, we play barefoot, man. You they don't just, need to fill any shoes. They found a giant G leaguer. We're like, this guy's a fucking all star. Yeah, good lord. This is unbelievable. He did. You brought this up when we were texting. He's got Delon's number though. I eh? the yeah, yeah. And I, that one for some reason it hurt me more than seeing uh, Cam Birch and Norm's number. Interesting. I don't know why. That's very hmm. weird. But I was like, God, Delon. Love Delon, man. Yeah. Not more than Norm, but we just never saw uh, Delon grow like we, you know what I mean? We never saw him grow and flourish like we did. 
norm. And he's bounced around <laughs> since, and it's kind of a shame because he could have, like, I felt it was just like, man, let this man be your number two point guard. Yeah, well, we don't need a number two. <laughs> and then Ken Birch came. Mm-hmm. He looked good. Also, I don't think anyone's been more happy to come to the Raptors. Ever. That was amazing. So he and Gillespie and Boucher split all the minutes against the Knicks. Aaron Baines did not touch the floor against the Knicks. That was all right. And that's as close to Marcus All as he'll ever be in his entire life. <laughs> it was just nice. That's all. Yeah. It was just nice. Yeah. It, it was. Uh, God, they were catching the ball. That's. You see what I'm saying? This is what we're talking about. They got rebounds. Hot the ball. You know? It was, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Also, Siakam had zero rebounds. This one. Of- <laughs> <laughs> rest him. Yeah. Give him yeah, another rest. Yeah. Yeah. Kids yeah. tired. Yeah, shut him down for the rest of the year, maybe. I don't. It's not even like a, this whole year. It's not even fair to judge anybody, even the good man. It's like it's it's, it's a scary thing to you know what I mean. Like nothing's person... real, so we can't. If we can throw away the bad, doesn't that mean we also have to throw away like the good too? Kinda? Sure, sure. I think the only person that can truly be judged for this season is Adam Silver, and it's it's not a good look. It's not good. It is not a good look for that man. No. Right now. This is what I want to ask you too, though. So, looks like we're going for the draft, but there's still, at time of recording, seven teams below the Raptors in the league. Yeah, in the league. Mm-hmm. So, us and like it's a pretty decent gap, you know. So realistically, probably getting like a seven or eight pick, you know. Yeah, I mean. If it right now, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. But the we got a we got a very hard stretch at the end of uh, April going into May. I don't know if you had a look at that, but okay, there's That's uh, good. some you could lose fucking seven games in a goddamn row right there. <laughs> okay. All right. Also, I was thinking too. Of course, a lottery pick would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Of course, it'd be incredible to get a top five pick. No one's complaining about that. But at the same time, anything in the top fifteen, I'm like, yeah, our management's gonna get a great fucking player you know like look we'll who find we get, someone good look right? who we get in like the late first round second rounds you know like can you even imagine so well that's the idea right so if you're like if now we're we're fighting for for the best pick it's like then you're disappointed when you don't get top five right Mm. There's still more disappointment to come. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so much more. I'm gonna, well will, into June, <laughs> but I'll be okay. That's what I'm saying, though. I'll be okay with like a seven, eight, nine, or ten pick. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. That's great. You're gonna get. They're gonna. They're gonna get someone good regardless, right? Yeah, exactly. But we want a title with no lottery picks. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. The only lottery pick on our team right now is Stanley Johnson. Goddamn right he is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Max him out. <laughs> like, so to me. It was more, of course, you want one, you know, a top three to get one of those like generational talents would be insane. But is that realistic? I don't know. And if it's not, eh, I don't really fucking right, care. Right now, it's not. But got yeah. a lot more losing to do. <laughs> you potential, think? potential losing to, that could still happen. That maybe your prize in there. Like okay. I don't think we're getting the first pick unless literally that is what is rigged for us. It would have to be rigged, I think. Which, could, shit, man. Hey, man. Have we we're ever, all in on the shit. Listen, we're in fucking Tampa, okay? Does a franchise deserve <clears throat> a, a, a pick? 
But the NBA doesn't care about Toronto. No. So, you know, what are we going to do? Yeah, we're going to get the fucking eighth pick and and uh, live in hell in Ontario for... <laughs> <laughs> Woo, it's bleak up here, man. Things are... Things are... Just skip to the chicken talk. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> Just let Malachi run the fucking team for a while. Get him some reps in. He's look great. Get as the best pick you possibly can. We trust our. We trust. Uh, we trust management. For sure, I that, that's the whole time I was thinking, whatever, anything in the top fifteen, we're gonna get a fucking stud. So mm-hmm. we're good. Yeah, we just need get home, be safe, get healthy, make a run at it next year. Done. Where is is Paul Watson Jr. dead? I was I, I was just wondering that actually because I looked up oh this is what I looked at when I so Ken Birch the one thing I couldn't wrap my head around is like is he really six nine and he's a center like how is he a six nine center but he is he's six nine he's Ken Birch is six nine yeah. yeah yeah which is weird to oh, me I Dizzy Gillespie was six nine yeah they're both six nine actually Dizzy. but I so I went to look up on NBA reference on NBA.com not NBA on NBA.com and they had Ken Birch's listing was. Um, he was from UNLV Canada, and his, right. uh, his his NBA debut they just listed as a zero. Okay, and, and I was like, all right, this guy's perfect for yeah, this yeah, fucking franchise. This is... They don't give a shit about this man. So yeah, come on over, buddy. You're in. Uh, we're definitely gonna have to address that center issue and in, in the off season. But shout out to Cam. Welcome. Hey. Uh, super pumped to have you, man. We oh, really are. And how funny was it though, too, when Boucher went off for that forty-point game? Literally the day after, the Raptors are like, "We're gonna get Cam Birch." He's like, "Oh shit, <laughs> those are my fucking minutes." Montreal is my fucking town. Those are my minutes. Jesus Christ. The steamy boys, though. Now we got both of them. A couple of people have mentioned Block Quebecois. That's great. Makes a lot of sense. That's a that's a great name. Yeah, it's definitely better than the steamy boys. <laughs> Thing two. Okay, I got a question here. Okay. Going to put you on the spot. I've not prepped you for this at all. No. But I've been thinking this the last couple weeks, especially since Gary's come on board and embraced the team and the city so much. And then there was also Norm's farewell letter. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, obviously, Masai Ujiri is the most important person in the franchise. goes without saying. However... Is the global ambassador as important? Not more important, but as important as as Masai Ujiri. Because yeah. this is what this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He's first of all, he made the city cool across the map, not just basketball wise. Yeah. But you see guys like Gary Trent Jr. who are like fucking pumped to come here. Just because Drake is associated with this team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the thing that gives him the extra value is, barring un, some like unforeseen thing, Drake's not going anywhere. No. But his affiliation with his team is permanent, right? Yeah. He's, so he's, he's like from our, Toronto, yeah. Yeah, So he and he's like, it's the OVO practice facility. Like He's, he's, he's buying that fucking sunlight patch, man. I can that's almost what I'm guarantee about. that shit. But his value is out the fuck control when it comes to players wanting to come to the city and this team. And you look at Norm's farewell letter before his teammates, before the, even the fans, before anything, he mentioned the city. 
the city and that is of course all fucking drake right he's just like mm-hmm. put Toronto. so having drake and again tim Lewicki, genius fucking move genius fucking move mm-hmm. it's i think he's as valuable and important as messiah jerry how about that shit uh i i that's a, that's a bold statement i realize i yeah i mean it's the worth or it, it's two different things right like you're 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 different values for sure 100 percent. so it's hard to you know but i'm saying they're like they're as valuable equal in value but different obviously completely different worlds uh yeah but and, it, I'm, and, like let me put it this way if messiah jury does leave we still have fucking drake that's like the, the coolness of our franchise yeah, changes. It's no, going nowhere. It's not, not going anywhere. No. And the city so everyone's like, I want to go to that city. I want to be affiliated with Drake. Yeah. God forbid Messiah Jury leaves. Pray to God he never does. But if he did, we've still got that. You yeah, and that that is pure luck, by the way. That is sheer luck that Drake, the biggest fucking artist in the world, was born in our city. Sure. And loves basketball because it's easy. He yeah. Growing up loving fucking hockey more than basketball and put <laughs> yeah, all his yeah. money into hockey. Right. And again, and again, shout out to Tim Lewicki, man. Yeah, dude. Genius so, fucking move. But it's also we teams have tried this. Don't forget fucking Wale tried to fight goddamn Matt yeah, Devlin, right? But that's like, Wale. That's what I'm saying. You're right. No. But at the right. time. Yeah. Drake wasn't Drake. He when was, he came on as ambassador, he was still a huge artist, but he wasn't fucking the he wasn't biggest global, artist in the entire right. world. Right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the first time I saw Wale actually in Toronto was at uh, the Mod Club, and Drake was there just watching. And Drake oh, was, wow. yeah, that's that's when Mark Molling stepped on his shoe. His big fucking step right on Drake's clean white Jordans. Like, wow, that's, oh. that's lucky. Good God, God but he, he, that's how like. So in that time, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Wizards aren't saying our global ambassador Wale anymore. That's not a thing that's right. happening. Right, right, right. It's not like Wale retired. He's still an artist. Still putting out good music. I see what you're saying, yeah. You know what I mean? So it was just like, if anything, it was just a smart business move by Lewicki. Of course you do that. It worked out, though. God, it worked out I for everybody. It is like, it is going to save some dark times for this mm-hmm. fucking franchise. And it's also, he's he's friends with basketball players. Yes, exactly. He's a young 100%. fucking, has infinite money. And I know we've talked about this a bunch on this podcast, but friend of the podcast, James Keast, was working at Exclaim Magazine, and he interviewed Matt Bonner. And he goes, what's the biggest... This was in 2017, I think. He goes, what's the biggest difference from when you were here to now? And he goes, every single player in the league wants to come play against or for Toronto because they think Drake might see them. Yeah, it's circled in their calendar. Circled in their calendar, you know? Shout out to Matt Bonner. Red Rocket, what's up? So, yeah, I just... I had that sort of epiphany where I'm like, man, because I... I think Masai Ujiri is staying. I I honestly believe that in my heart. But at the same time, I'm like, man, we've got, we're good no matter what Bobby knows what he's doing, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I'm super confident. It's like, uh, I'm way more, uh, like, you know, extending Nick Nurse. It's like, as long as the basketball part. (laughs) Yeah, it's worked out. Do you but know all, what I mean? Like, and and but still also, need a fucking center. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, we do. Right. So, but it is also it's exactly what Messiah Drew said he was going to do. He's like, I'm going to look after everyone first, and then deal my. And you, there's no chance that man's not negotiate. He's negotiating during the regular season. He's okay. for sure waiting to the last minute. Can I just give you, um, 
disaster scenario. Sure. I feel like we're in disaster scenario for, sh- at for the sure. Moment. But I mean, it would be. I mean, a hundred percent disaster. Like scorched earth. This is now years of losing. <laughs> right. That's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah. So now you're like you're not winning anymore. Your team's garbage, like we were back in the day. Does Drake fuck off? I thought. Is that it too. bad for his brand if the Raptors are shit? I thought that too, but I, I think because it's the NBA. I don't think he does because it's too big a league. It's too. It's the fucking NBA. And his his boys are in it. Yeah, yeah. I you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's you're he's like, not gonna stop watching basketball. Like, can you imagine any other celebrity if they're like, "Yo, do you want to be the face of an NBA franchise?" They'd be like, "Holy shit!" You know, like they. But he's got it, and he's the only one that's got it. And even if the teams, but I don't, dude. I was driving over here, was listening to Sirius XM, NBA, and they were going off about. <laughs> People talking about heat culture and they're like, they were basically shitting on heat culture. They're like, yeah, it's you live in a beautiful climate and you have no state tax. Like, that's your culture. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he's like, and they said they're like, you want real culture. You look at San Antonio and the Raptors. The Raptors were the second team they brought. Sirius XM brought up immediately in terms of franchise and, and cultures. Right. So because that's our like our calling card is 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 that now right that's what it is we develop our players we don't need a fucking lottery pick to win the championship yeah come here work we're a winning and franchise right looking at those games even when we had eight players against uh who was that cleveland whatever the fuck the game was this past week when we had eight guys they were playing like it was game seven of the finals like diving for every goddamn thing i was just like man this team's it's like embedded in everyone's head and it's like you mm-hmm. if you're not on board get the fuck out you know 100 percent. it's great we're 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 like i'm not it, 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 it's like i said man i'm just numb to this season like totally. just i'm just kill me like it, it is what it is like i'm just here <laughs> uh breathing you know what i mean i'm not feeling nothing so it's like everything else in this fucking yeah it's 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 province and country I'm not mad at anybody it's just it is what it is man it's just adam silver i'm like you fucked us bro you you yeah. I mean, we someone had to agree to this. You yeah, know, money fucking talk. So, we got Drake. We got Drake. We got the Toonie under the court in Amelie Arena. We'll get that back. <laughs> We're gonna need that back. To sign a center, we need it to pay fucking Gary the money he uh, he deserves, and we'll earn. Cause you know, pay him, and uh, it's fine. Like I said, man, just get through it. It's all right. Drake's gonna put out an album. He's gonna mention all the fuck. He's gonna drop Eric Flynn. <laughs> Thing three. Speaking of floors, you mentioned Woo. that that floor. Basketball Canada purchasing the 2019 championship floor from the Golden State Warriors for the upcoming qualifying tournament in British Columbia. How's that for winning culture? Bought a floor. Bought a goddamn floor. 270 G's. Yeah. That floor covered courtesy of Scott Lake from Shopify, who's who's on the board of. Canada basketball, huge. So he's just, Shopify man. He's like, yo, I'll buy, I'll buy that floor. I, I, yeah, I got you guys. It was two hundred fifty thousand for the floor, and then eighteen thousand seven hundred and fifty bucks for the center, and they were separated, like the, the wow, the town circle center. Got you. That was nineteen grand right there. Wow. And that was going to some bar that we're gonna sand it down and make beer taps. I read that too. What, okay, so but was it a Canadian? bars or i don't know because why why would we buy that but why would disrespectful why why would golden state fan like why would they be like hey this is the 
Here. I think they're just like lumber. Like, yo, oh, bro, yeah. here. <laughs> just straight recycling. No one wants this shit. We lost on it. I don't know. Take it. Fuck. What are we going to do? Yeah, this is We're not even in this <laughs> building. Like, what do we? What do we want? They fucking threw it in a blue box yeah. and put it out. They're like, eh, I don't know, whatever. What do you yeah, They pulled it out to the driveway and said, "Take for free." <laughs> Careful splinters. Oh, that's fucking great. What a superstition, though. Shout out to Canada basketball, man. That's we got cool, it. Man. God willing, they win that tournament and qualify for the Olympics. It's been a while. Yeah, but I mean, like, look, they're, they're making moves to change that the same way you changed the Raptors, yeah, right? Yeah, hey, buddy, fucking buying $250,000 floors. I mean, we're, we're in. We're Get serious. on there and don't win a single game on those floors? The tournament in early, like, July, late June, but then, you know, if Denver makes a long run. Which Jamal they look Murray, like they will. Yeah, which is great. I get Ron Barrett, R.J. Barrett, sorry. Yeah. He'll be it's there. It's all right. It's uh, just Rowan Jr. Boucher. He'll be there. Yeah, yeah he'll Bur- have time. Ken Burch will be there. We're going to send him to the draft, and then uh, he'll go play <laughs> for Canada after. Ken Burch, yeah, he'll be there. Andrew Wiggins uh, he has been warming up to the possibility. I don't really know what's, like, I think there's some sort of family beef with uh, Canada basketball. I'm not Something. entirely sure. but Something's going on there. He's not, uh, has not been that eager to play. But uh, he might be in. Hopefully, man. It's been 20 years. The women are ranked fourth, though, in the world. That's Fuck that's pretty yeah. dope. Not surprising, though. I got to say, as I mentioned like in a couple podcasts ago, growing up in Hamilton and the girls in my high school all played Transway, and it's like they were next level fucking is insane. It's just like they're if there's a WNBA, for sure they were making the WNBA. Right. So not really surprised that... The women are number four. Yeah, and then I don't when, know. Man. When do you think MLSC will will get a a WNBA team? Well, like, will they? I don't. I don't. This is why wouldn't you though? Money? Like, is it gonna make? Is it gonna cost some money? Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Are they... But if you're all about building culture, like you getting <laughs> yeah. back to the community, well, you have a lot of fucking press conferences and a lot of press releases about. Yeah. You know, giving back the like that's a good way to get young girls interested in basketball. Sure, yeah, in your hell city. yeah, oh yeah, I, I get it. Sure, dude, I would, I would fucking buy season tickets to the goddamn Toronto Towers, whatever the hell we know. Call, <laughs> them, call them the Huskies, man. It would be dope, and then because you could have obviously some of these Canadian players like come home and play. That would be pretty amazing. We fire. Yeah, I'd be down. I get season tickets. It'd be cheap. Fucking roll up. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'll buy Did it. you see the WNBA jerseys they released? See what I'm saying? I, I literally just want a team so I can buy Buddy, their jerseys. They're better than... By far. They're better than... Like they're by far. Killing. And all the social justice stuff the WNBA does compared to the NBA. It's, it's like, just women are better at everything. I know. Uh, that is... That's what it is. 100% true. I have said that my whole life. If we just had women running the world... We'd just be... We would be fucking light years ahead of where we are. Light yeah. years. Hopefully, one day... I mean, God willing, just let them let them run, let them run anything, every goddamn thing. Just let them try at least. We should go. We should have like a a fifty year window where we just hand everything over to women and be like, all right, we're gonna step back for fifty fucking years. Let's see where you take mm-hmm. us as a species. Let's see what's up. It'll be like all those uh, what everyone thought the world would those be. Those memes, yeah. yeah, fuck yeah, a hundred percent flying be. cars, one hundred percent, no traffic. Yeah. Air's clean. Yes. 
It'll be glorious. Fucking sea turtles are living. <laughs> How do we get onto this? <sighs> WNBA court. I don't know. I I think I just randomly asked uh, when is MLSE gonna buy. By WNBA team. Oh, because we were talking about how Canada basketball, the women are mm-hmm. dominating. Even more a reason to get a team. Yeah, fuck yeah. But hey, man, we're we're one step <laughs> closer. They bought a $250,000 basketball court. Clearly, they're serious. That's so. the going rate for a court, eh? Do you think they jacked it up because... Uh like we won a championship, did you? Like we know yeah, you won it. I, yeah, that's you know what we, I was wondering too. You were gonna throw it away. Because why would? But that I would have thrown away too, though. The Warriors had it clinched on the Raptors' court. I'd be like, fucking burn, burn it, it. burn yeah. it to the goddamn ground, yeah, blow like, up the whole fucking Scotia Bank. Everything. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking relocate down to the fucking dome again, yeah. and fucking start over. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't blame them in the slightest, but oh man, here we are. Oh yeah, and this is the other thing too, though. So they're gonna. Obviously cover it with, like, Canada basketball stuff. So Coming right out of Steve Nash's uh, pocket. <laughs> like, so how does that work? So it's just the same. Like, you're just like, no, this was the court, but it's not. We're painting yeah, get, over it. Yeah, yeah. You just needed the wood. Hmm. That's what carries the the juju, the energy. Uh, no, just, the f- I guess, the essence, just the fact that it was played on that court, you know what I mean? Mm. So you can do whatever you want to it, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know how that, I don't know re- how those superstitions work, but mm. that seems okay. th- like uh, the opposite of what you think a superstition is, right? I'm in. I like, I like all that energy stuff. I believe in that stuff. I just want to tell whoever made that decision that my brother works at Home Depot. There it is. And uh, we could have got that done for a lot cheaper. <laughs> Hit me up. Doesn't He's, come with the history of winning. <laughs> is, he still, is he still open? Is he still working? Uh, yeah, they're they're uh, curbside pickup only. Okay, so we could have made it happen for sure. Then I could, we could have stole it. Probably I could have <laughs> shimmy that shit out the back. At a minimum, you're getting a discount. Minimum, yeah. Next time, could have got some plants too. Garden <laughs> centers open. Throwing a couple of aprons for free. <laughs> you know what? They don't fuck around with aprons. I've tried to get an apron. It's like, man, I can't. Does your brother have his? Does it say, did he get to write his name on it and everything? Yeah, but my brother's moved up. He's, he's, oh, he's, he's like out of aprons. He's out of aprons. He's not no, an He apron probably guy. still wears an apron, but he told me he don't wear it no more. It's too bad. I would think all management would be like, no, I'm holding on to the apron. That, that, I was like, you should have a gold apron. That's what I keep oh, saying. Oh, that's fucking good. It should be good. color coordinated, so I know. That always seems like the best part of Home Depot of getting that job is you get to write your name however you want on the apron. And then ignore every customer that comes <laughs> into you. That's what you do at Home Depot. You fucking put on your orange apron and you fuck off in the store somewhere. Thing four, four for the thing, thing four. It's, t- it's the gospel time. It's time. It's that time of the week to take you to church. A Twitter account did pop up. It is not him. It ain't him, no. First of all, it says what up in the. It's not how that's, that's not how the boss talks. That's not how Eric would address any of us. But oh. he's been going on. How many? Do you know how many posts he did this past week? Is it a? It's not. A, we don't follow that account, do we? No, right. No, no. I looked at it. I almost did. I was like, huh? And then I was like, oh, no, this no, is no, not no. real. Several posts this week. How's he doing on Facebook? How's everything going over there? Uh, he posts a lot. <laughs> Eric Flynn posts does. a lot. At one point, he changed his permissions. And I was like, oh, my God. The Whoa. dream is over. Whoa. Seemed to be open back up. But uh, every week, man. Every day. Every game. Anytime Malachi comes up, you know, it's, again, he's got something it, to say. It's working, though. Shit, dude. Yeah, it is. Uh, that kid is. Kid's all right. 
What day? When was this one? We're going to April 8th here. Okay. We're going to April 8th because this is a little story that I want to tell. Okay, good. <clears throat> I was asked where Malachi got his confidence and swagger. That's an easy question. Growing up against an older brother and a great athlete, Isaiah Flint, is where he got that swagger. I will never forget Michael Hayes like a son to us, an All-American defensive end at Penn, at Penn State. He was selected 14th in the 2003 NFL Draft. He came to visit us, and Malachi was watching him as he came in. Then, out of nowhere, Malachi, who was four years old, and he looked at Mikey and said, I will juke you, and you cannot tackle me. LOL. Four-year-old Malachi Flynn talking shit to an NFL draft pick. I do not believe that story in any way, but God God bless you. Do four-year-olds talk like that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess he's also just... Eric's always hanging around gifted athletes. That's a thing. I assume. Thing five, thing five. Here we go. It's a whole new world. Nah, yeah, this is a playoff race. So... For the chicken sandwich power rankings, what we've decided is we've got the one through six technically, but we're giving Rudy's the boot because it's a hamburger joint. So we've got one through five, and we're going to go and see what else is on the menu for these five and get open up the spicy category. I think the easiest way to do that is start at the top. So we did that with Heartbreak Chef, and it's like, okay, let's see what you got. Do you deserve to remain on top? And then, you know, we go down the list and be like, oh, can they now, can this place jump up, basically? Right. So we started at the top with Heartbreak Chef. Chef, We had the Dutty. There it is, Barry. A.K.A. Duty. It is not A.K.A. Duty, no. It is Dutty. It is the goddamn Dutty chicken sandwich. Unfucking believable As always. Pineapple, coleslaw, spicy, delicious, gigantic. Two thighs. It's... They are the champs for a reason. Mm -hmm. Heartbreak Chef. And it's going to be a fucking challenge to knock these guys off. Because uh, that one-two punch is out the fuck control. And they're, they, they're the champs and they did their thing. That's what I'm thinking. I 100% uh, agree. I feel great. I, you I, will say, I will say this. PJ Cluck has a chance. Okay. All right. They have a fucking chance. Buddy. The window's open. Yep. I like that. I like it. You know what I mean? You, you threw a haymaker. PG Cluck did not go down. Well, I, I like wobbly. The concept of jalapeno and honey to me is very intriguing, and I could see that being something that. Just... Well, I mean, it was the same. It's the same uh, flavor concept as mm -hmm. uh, Heartbreak Chef, right? The sweet. Yep. And the smoky and spicy. Mm hmm. I get it. I I, I could see it happening. I can see it happening. It, it it's I'm I'm not saying that it's happening. I'm saying they got a chance. Yeah, it's possible. Mm -hmm. I believe it. But holy lord, that sandwich! Yeah, heartbreak chef, man. Just they're the uh, chance. Heartbreak for chef is now like I'm going to try everything on their menu at some point. Mm -hmm. I'm going they to also they have everything. chicken and waffles too, and macaroni and cheese. I think they got. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. no, it's uh. Then once we all get vaccinated, they got an NBA Jam Arcade version set up. So you go in there and, and oh, just lick the joystick right away because you're <laughs> vaccinated. So happy to be out. Can't believe it. But the spicy category is open. 
Heartbreak Chef opened up with the Duddy. It's fucking huge. With the Duddy. It's amazing. Every time you say it, this is really funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I'm never going to live that town. Yeah, no. It's... Ever. But yeah, I got nothing to say. I don't know. There's nothing to say. They're the champs. They do comfort food very fucking good. Like, it was delicious, but it was also gigantic. It was yeah. very filling, but then it wasn't... You don't feel... Like, I could go for a walk after. You I don't feel, feel gross fine after. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Which is very, like, rare that that happens. Very that, rare. That both you get the... the just savoriness and deliciousness and you yes. feel like you're uh gorging yourself and then after you're like yeah i could bang out a podcast and talk some shit a little Let's bit do it they gave us a bunch of napkins you know it's the little things um i'm not gonna lie to you man that is uh that's a big deal hell <laughs> like, yeah like uh it, just in the pandemic a lot of people just stopped giving you fucking napkins take it home not use a towel not heartbreak chef, no though. no no they 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 emptied out half a fucking and again, I, I got so much respect because they're literally just open from five till ten. They're like, you, you've got a five-hour window. Yeah, we know it's good. Come get it. Yeah, they're the champs. They're the goat. But looking forward to that jalapeno honey next week. This is the real work here. Oh, um, this is something. I don't know if this is a good idea or a bad idea. Uh, my girlfriend suggested that when it's all said and done, that we do a blind taste test. I think that is a good idea. From the top four. I think that is a good idea because then that just because there is sometimes I get worried that we have some recency bias or something. I think that'd be all right. I'd be down with that. All right. I think we got to do it. But I mean, how would you do? I, for instance, the one we had today, you'll for sure notice a pineapple. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, I know what that is, right? Yeah. Like, I think we got to get it. It's got to be. But that's that. You, you just don't. You try. I mean, you're going to. Yeah, you would know 100% as soon as you bite into that pineapple. If we do the non-spicy category. But then you've got the toast from Chica's. But you're going to be blindfolded. So you're going to have to do all this by feel and taste. Right? I would hope to God you can determine toast from a bun. (laughs) Don't fucking blindfold and eat very often, Barry. (laughs) So I don't know what I'm capable of. I'm sure I could, but... But if you can't figure out... I don't think I've ever... I went to that... that, Noir restaurant. In, did you uh, did yeah. you guys go? Really? Yeah, I've been. Yeah. How was it? Uh, fucking weird as shit, man. I, yeah. Yeah, it's cool, I guess, but uh, that's in my hood. I should go. I walk by it a lot. I've never gone. It's an experience, yeah. But it's also, I'm like, what am I eating, brethren? Like, what are you mm-hmm. putting on my plate? I don't know what. Was it good? Was the food? Yeah, you, you don't like it. The food is an afterthought for sure. Exactly. You're not really thinking, you. oh, I had a great meal. You're like, what the fuck? How did you know to put this shit in front of me like this? Yes. And is anyone stealing my wallet? And what? Yeah. What's happening around me? Yeah. And I was high. Whoa. That's, and it was a mistake. Yeah, I would not have gotten high no, for that. I that's not a have terrible been. idea. I was rocked, dude. It was uncomfortable. That is a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. I was uncomfortable. <laughs> Holy Lord. Okay. Well, shout out to Heartbreak Chef. Can't recommend him enough. Hit him up. Dundas West, right by Trinity Bellwoods. Glorious. But uh, next week, PG Clucks, Honey Jalapeno. Coming with the Honey Jalapeno. We'll see. The sweet heat. Let's see what happens. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, this is the real battle. Now we're, now, we're, now we're cooking here. You're listening to Talking Raptors on Raptors Republic. Talking Raptors on Raptors Republic. Thing seven, not yet. No, only six. Twitter questions. Thank you to everybody who hit us up on Twitter. We got some great questions. First question. 
goes to Chris P. Brigden. What's up, Chris? Time for Gary Trent Jr. Jersey. See, Gary Trent Jr. is so awkward to say. Gary! A Gary Jersey. GTJ. Yeah, let's do it. Masai leaves. The Raptors is like, oh, we got to cut some corners here. We're not paying him. <laughs> we actually extended Baines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know he's a fan favorite. We see his interaction. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we just see it trending a lot, so we can only <laughs> assume that you guys love him. We're Raptor really, Nation, right, guys? Raptor Nation's really talking about this Baines fella, hey? <laughs> Aspiring Hex Girl. Hold on. Hold on wait, wait. I want to oh, go okay. back to, that, to, to Chris's question. The jersey, yeah? Uh. I'm definitely going to wait till he signs a contract well, with yeah, the Raptors before I buy sure. that. Absolutely. But also, it would be fucking dope to get his uh, to get a Blue Jays jersey. Yeah, that's a really cool idea. That is fire. Yeah. Those not, those new jerseys are pretty dope, They're too. amazing, yeah. Jays. I love them. Love that baby blue. That's a good idea. That would be a cool collection. Get a, get a Kyle Lowry one. Because who else has worn them? OG's worn one? Damar wore one before. Damar. Hmm. Now we're thinking. I don't. Kawhi didn't wear one when he went. He was nah, yeah. Can't imagine him doing that. That's a really good idea. That's next. That's 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 good. Aspiring hex girl. Gary Trent Jr. The man's popular. He seems to be embracing the Toronto trade. Post COVID, we got to turn him into a real Toronto man's. I propose taking him to Cabana Pool Bar <laughs> to show him uh, to catch a bubble. You guys got any other ideas? Um, honestly, like if there's no pandemic, any, any, anybody that's not sold on coming to Toronto, this is not for Gary Trent. This is anybody in the league. You know what I mean? Maybe mm-hmm. you don't like Drake's music or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, I'm, if you are able to be in the city for Caravana, you will never, ever yeah. say bad things about Toronto ever again <laughs> yeah, in your is. life. That is an amazing weekend. Yeah. And so aspiring hex girl respect we do have to get gary trent a bubble from somebody but we gotta do it at carabana Carabana, and then carabana is also of course ovo which is Mm -hmm. so there's a lot going on there. it's a great weekend in the city august hasn't experienced we haven't experienced it in uh it'll be two (laughs) years now so yeah no that and obviously heartbreak chef i'd be like buddy we'll get you a sandwich let's go get a couple sandwiches hang out in trudy bellwoods play some hacky sack you're gonna fucking love it those are, yeah, very different experiences. It's <laughs> a full spectrum. I'll take you care, Ben, and then you can go uh, to the slackline walk and uh, get the quesadilla uh, yeah. truck, that bike that rides by there. Sit down and dog shit. Catch SARS. Not COVID. SARS. Still there. Still at, still at Trinity Bellwoods. Casey Bannerman. Shout out to Casey. He's been putting out some just incredible art lately. This as he, always. As he always time. does. As he always does. He says, maybe it's time we chill and just enjoy the development of the young guys and accept that players post-COVID are going to struggle. Also, people should feel a way if they want to, but life is blessed just watching the development and waiting for the next season. Let's go, Raptors Nation. Raptors Nation. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we agree, Casey, but where are we going to swear at people on Twitter? Exactly. Uh, the anger needs to go somewhere. No, but he, he's 100% right, dude, but it's just uh, that's not how everyone thinks, man. A lot, of, a lot of young kids on Twitter that uh, they're fucking been cooped up, man. They're living at home with their parents. They're fucking upset. They got to shit on Pascal Siakam. Hey, man. And it's frustrating. Let's be honest. It's not an easy season. It's frustrating. So people got to vent. It sucks, it sucks for the players a lot more than it does for us. But yes. Yeah. That's what you kind of got to remember. Yeah. And uh, we didn't pay for any season tickets this year. So, uh, you know what I mean? I can't really. 
It's true. I'm also stealing every game I've watched, so uh, <laughs> not, not really giving them any money. So uh, Fair enough. Isaac, what kind of shit do you think Eric Flynn will try to pull once we're playing at the ACC again? Are you going to experience a full dad coach or rallying the crowd to chant Raptor Nation? He's is he gonna go? I'm, he's gonna be at the games, I would assume. I hope he sits right next to Nanov. <laughs> screaming, both fucking pumped, screaming, screaming, Raptor Nation. Yeah, waving towels for free throws. I could see him also up in the three hundreds. Just that would be way better. It'd be great to see him up there, also screaming at the people that come to pump up the crowds that used to. I know for me, drive me out the fuck control insane. Yeah. Now but, I would I would kill somebody to have someone throw a t-shirt in my face while I'm trying to watch a basketball game. <laughs> I would love it. I miss it so much, man. Yeah. Hey, uh -huh. I can't see the actual game that I paid for. But please stand and and get a defense chant going. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think Eric Flynn's gonna be attending going to games? games? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of fucking course, dude. He's gonna be in the locker room. What do Is you mean? Is he gonna? Do you think he'll be like an Uncle I Dennis guy? No, I don't think he will. No. I don't think he'll, I don't think he's like that at all. No, I mean his, his he he he's not he doesn't he's not like Malachi's here to take Kyle and Fred's job. Fucking get these guys. He's not like that. He's like he's very. He actually posted the the picture of uh of um of Kyle mentoring him. He's like very happy. You know what I mean for my my son to be mentored by these guys. So by all accounts, uh, everything that he said except about women referees have been has been very wholesome and nice. Finchman non. Hear me out. Gary Trent equals spicy chicken. Norman Powell equals regular mayo chicken. That's hilarious. One has great style and emotion. The other looks like it never smiles. Believe in Masai. Okay. Great. Great tweet. It's Agree. 100%. Good analogy. I like that. Chad Hinchy. Thoughts on Bridges Dunk over Capella. Does Yuta feel better knowing he wasn't the only one who got postered into oblivion this season? That dunk, whoo, that dunk, whoo, that dunk, that call. The call is really what like uh, took it man, over the top. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Was that dunk crazier than Anthony So I Edwards? watched both, both uh, numerous times this morning um, when I saw that question. And so the call, like the, the Hornets call really pushes us over. It's amazing. But the, like... In the Yuda one, Yuda fell to the fucking floor, <laughs> and then Anthony fell on top of him. Yeah, and yeah. and if you look, Yuda is looking around like foul on me, like yeah, bro, shit, Jesus. Yeah, are you? Do you know where you are? What is your name, <laughs> sir? Yeah, um, but then... I do like just the way he cocked that shit back, like, and it was on Clint Capella, right? That's gotta be That's... worth more than dunking on Yuda. I think so. Is Clint Capella going to shave the sideburns off of his head? In rea What happened to Yuta's hair? What happened to his fucking hair? He cut it himself or lost a bet. What happened? Why did, would he do that? Lost a bet. He still looks fine, but God damn it, still man. Still looks handsome, but yeah. Like, are you going to put a mustache on the Mona Lisa? Like, what are we doing it's, here? It's weird undercut that thing. I don't know. Maybe he his shit happened to me. But maybe his girlfriend cut his fucking hair in a pandemic. That's why I fucked up my whole shit. Lucky I was nowhere to go. But well, we're not taking pictures. I just can't wait till the girl's back. That's all. Yeah. Dynamite Scott. Raps have a lot of new faces this season. Who of these new Raptors would you want to see on the roster next season? Flynn, Harris, Baines, Bembry, Yuta, JTG, or GTJ, Hood, Freddie Two, 
and Birch. Well, Flynn, Malachi is obviously going to be there. Yep. Bam- Bambri for sure. Yuta for sure. Gary for sure. Freddie Gillespie, I'm down. I would like to see him back. I mean, it's not going to cost anything. Yeah, no, I would look. It's fine. Ken Burch. I mean, I mean, like, do I, would I be upset if he doesn't come back? No. I'm going to answer like that. Like, who will I be upset if they do not come back? Right. Like, Jalen Harris, we haven't seen fucking play yet. He's going to be back, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Um, I would be upset if Bember didn't come back. I would be upset too. Yeah, but I think we're keeping him. I think so. Yuta? I would be upset if Yuta didn't come back. He's shown yeah. enough to, to, He's look great. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's shown so enough great. to be like you. You can. We know what we're gonna get, and and he he's only gonna go up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he, kid hustles his ass off on on D. Um, hesitant to shoot, man. Like, but he's uh, hit, he was hitting threes. Yeah, w- w- th- th- just build up that confidence, right? Yeah. Like, you fucking dunked on on goddamn TV, and they play your shit. Just dunk. Thank God, Miles Bridges, you're in the conversation now. <laughs> Thank God, dude. <laughs> He did a lot. He did a lot, Miles. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 not upset if Ken Birch. I'm not upset. No. <laughs> you just you had to do something. That Ken Birch is not the fucking answer at center. No God, no, no. Right. Okay. So no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm not gonna be upset if Rodney Hood is not back. Like it, it's all good. So basically, it's Bembry, Yuta, Gary. That's it. Yeah, because Flynn and Harris are are ours. Yeah, Blair Weston. It's been, what, a month or so since the trade? Do you think Gary has heard Nick Nurse play guitar yet? For sure. Yeah. I bet he serenaded him when he came to the locker room. He's like, welcome. After the the, the game winner. That's what the Raptors do. They don't do the water bottles. They, <laughs> Nick, take it away. <laughs> Just opens should the stairway I, Should I plug in or are we going acoustic? What do you guys, what do you guys prefer? Boardman gets paid. Do you think when Freddie had COVID, he tried to give it to Baines, but Baines couldn't catch it? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man, oh man. Aaron Baines, we may never see him play again. Right? I know, and he's still going to catch strays like this. This, is this poor yeah, guy. Is. He's a human being. Mark and Van City, serious question, kind of. What's your favorite NBA podcast, and what's your favorite non-NBA podcast? Non-NBA podcast, Talking Sopranos, is my number one. And I didn't realize until after you and I talked about it for like multiple times that it's Talking Sopranos and ours is talking Raptors. Yeah, you you could. I really said it. On Blew my, my fucking mind. You looked at me like, yeah, bro. That's what I said. I was like, okay. Yeah, no, right. didn't. Right over my head, as most things are. NBA podcast. I just started listening to Death at the Wing by Adam McKay, Will Ferrell's writing partner. Oh, cool. And it's all about. I mean, sadly, um, NBA wing players who died tragically. So the last episode was Len Bias. You know? Whoa! Yeah, which is I know it's a bit fucked up. Yeah, this is. But it's also a podcast, and it's like, yeah, they, they there was enough NBA wings who died young that they made a podcast series when, out of it. When you told me uh, who that was, <laughs> just I did not expect you to. Uh... Adam McKay is going dark. Whoa! Actually, I'll check that out. Um, Zach Lowe too, I guess, would be my number. My that's usual. my NBA. It's a low post. That's uh, he's the only man I trust, really. Yeah. He's also the only guy that I feel like in the national media that gives a shit about the Raptors. You know, his wife is from Toronto. That fucking helps. That a lot. definitely helps. Um, and for non NBA man, I'm going with my. I'm going with Drink Champs, which is Nori's podcast. Didn't and even know that was a thing. Yes, you do. I've told you about this so many times. Noriega, 
has a podcast where you just get shit faced. Oh yeah, yeah. With Sorry. rappers, My bad. and My it's bad. the greatest shit. Yep. It was a three and a half hour yes. Cameron episode. It was the last one I think, <laughs> and it was great. Learned a lot. Um, yeah, it's really good if you like hip hop, and uh, and I listen to the Joe Budden podcast. Which is falling apart lately, is it not? Well, uh, there his co-hosts left and have not been back for a month. Don't know what's happening. He just just got his boys in to fill in. Tough. It would be like if you uh, said "fuck this podcast," but we never told anybody why you said that, and it was just me talking to my brother and like he like yeah Barry went on vacation or something. But that's they... that's the that's my two non. But basketball the... podcast for sure. I listen to those guys. Though, I'm just curious with the button podcast do they have ownership in it this here is the fight right see that's where i bet it's coming from well this is the whole this is this is the entire thing yeah this is what their beef is i get that yeah i assume they do i would think so i would fucking hope so though they left the giant spotify fucking deal for yes. ownership that was the entire thing. yeah so we know joe budden owns some shit yeah do as Rory he should and mall own anything we as he know. should We'll find guys, out But soon. those guys should for sure have a piece of it. They do, like, the machine has not stopped rolling. Since they left Spotify, it's like they went on Patreon. Mm-hmm. They still do the two a week, Wednesdays and Saturdays. And then I'm I'm not signing up for their Patreon. That's out of fucking control. Yeah. But they there's, like, content that drops almost every day. But uh, I'll I'll keep you updated on uh, what the fuck is happening because I'm very curious and I'm, I have been trying to figure it out. I've been on Reddit looking at shit I'm like a psychopath. Wow. I got nothing to do. No, you don't. None of us do. Aziz. Raptors should tank and go home to see their families, right? The playoffs are not worth it. Also, are you guys racist for leaving Spolstra <laughs> off the off the handsome team coach ratings? Uh, well, he's Spolstra is a hundred percent better looking or more handsome than your fucking boy. No, he's not. Stan Van. He's not. I will, but I will stick with Dwayne Casey as being more handsome than Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra looks wet all the time. There's something he doesn't have good hair. It's wet. It's oily. He's handsome otherwise. I get it. I can see it. But yeah, I, no, I don't think uh I don't think we're racist for leaving him off. Andrew Ivemy. Shout out to Andrew. What's going on with Yuta's hair? Thank you, Andrew. I can't decide if it's cool or a crime against my eyes. I change my opinion every time I see it. And what do you think of the new bigs? Will Baines ever see another minute? Coincidentally just talked about both those things. Baines probably won't see another minute. And Yuta's hair, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't like it. He might be just trying to think, man. I don't know. That's. I think he's so handsome. He's just like I can do. I can do this. Yeah. Watch you. Fuck you guys. I, this Ever is what on. I want to know. What does Fred fucking say when Yuta comes in the locker room with that haircut? Fred is right. like, listen, I get a fucking haircut three times a day. You don't need to do this, bro. <laughs> My guy will do. I'll pay for it. I got money. Oh yeah. You don't need to do. I know. I know you heard it. Did you see the watch Fred had on against? The last game against the Knicks. He's been in his okay. Him and Kyle have been spending some okay. money, man. He's <laughs> they've been spending some yeah. fucking money. He is not saving at all. That watch. Whew. Oh, he's gonna get another big deal after this one, man. He knows what's up. Yeah. God willing, stay healthy. Final question goes to all, aka Enterprise. A lot of fun Raptor dad stories recently. Ken Birch's dad is a diehard Raptors fan. Eric Flynn. Is seemingly ready to sacrifice a goat. <laughs> Gary Trent Sr. molded his four-year-old to be an NBA player. It'll be fun when we're tanking for Nick Reynolds Jr. and the media unearths this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
You got any kids in the horizon? There? Nope, nope. Hopefully, we dodge some mistakes at the Earth, Wind, and Fire uh, Isley Brothers <laughs> battle. Hopefully, dodge those uh, children coming. Um, no, my my. Uh, listen, unless I make a, a business decision and have a child with another woman, me and my girlfriend are not producing an athlete. It's not like it's not gonna happen. I thought you were gonna Joe Jackson the. Yeah, but if the motherfucker is going to be 5'7", Max, what are we doing? He's going to be... I know it, man. Yeah. I know it. I'm going to have his kid. He's going to love basketball. It's going to be great. I'm going to push him. I'm going to train him. I'm going to Joe Jackson him a little bit. And then he's not going to make the league. And then he's going to be on just a fucking a YouTuber. Like, he's going to go to parks, film videos, crossing up people. <laughs> and that's what I... That's my legacy. It's better than what we got now. Well, no, it's not. Right now, I have no kids, and I don't. I'm very happy. <laughs> oh, no, I meant legacy wise. Oh, it's yeah. a better legacy than this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Get his get a YouTube star. He gets one 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 video up to like six figures. Come on, But You cracked twenty k on a YouTube video. You've lived a better life than your old man. <laughs> no, my kid's gonna be a jockey. Like my kid's gonna do something. <laughs> My kid definitely could win some shit. Like, how tall is uh? How tall is your girlfriend? She's she's, she's like my height, dude. Yeah, like I'm like five seven. She's like five six. Soccer is our best chance. Soccer, yeah. My girlfriend is tall. That's the one thing. And I will be old dad at the park, which yeah. I'm more than. That I feel is very on brand for me. Is being like, when there's a bunch of thirty year old dads, I'll be. Mid fifties, high as shit. Yeah, just fucking in like a golf shirt and pants up to my fucking nipples. Well, I'm not getting any younger, so it's like I also will be an old dad <laughs> if uh, my plans go as they. Yeah, but I'm gonna be old, man. Or this podcast is the legacy. So. Or I send my kid to live with my relatives in Guyana, mm. and he becomes the best cricket player. The world okay. has ever fucking seen. There's options. Never mind. Take it back. He's not going to the. He's not going to the NBA, Enterprise. But there's options. But I will. Joe. Ja- he, he, he's singing. He's dancing. He's throwing balls. Hey, thanks everybody who hit us up on Twitter. Appreciate the questions. Give us a follow if you're not already on talk at Talking Raptors. Oh, and this is the thing. If you can fo- um, subscribe on iTunes, and then this always made me cringe, but I found out why people always say this. As, and it says, if you can please rate five stars. And I was always like, whenever I hear someone on a podcast say that, I want to like be like, who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah, it helps the algorithm, man. Yeah, it helps the algorithm. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, we're not, you know. Well, because I, I, the other day I was like just looking to listen to podcasts. So I put in Raptors podcast just because I wanted to listen to other people's podcasts. And ours was nowhere to be found. And I was like, man, you can't even find our shit. Like, mm-hmm. But then I've heard people say subscribe and rate five stars and that always made me snap i was like why would don't tell me to do that yeah but there's a reason for it (laughs) as there is as there are uh for most things i don't understand there are reasons for why uh why people you know suggest them but yeah we literally have built this podcast just on word of mouth and uh no stumbling in on this no uh we have not tried in eight years no stats that's our commitment to you. Yeah, you'll you'll never hear stats, and if you do, it, it will make it obnoxious. <laughs> that's that's yeah. one thing we can guarantee. We fuck around a lot and just sarcastic dicks sometimes, but it, it is uh, 
it's uh, one of the only good things I got in my life right now is uh, is y'all hitting us up, man. Really appreciate it. Um, and we fucking love you guys, man. And hopefully when this is all over and we can open up, we're going to have a live show and get fucking hammered with everybody. Hell yeah. Throw chicken sandwiches into the audience. It's going to be great. Hey, thanks for sticking around. You made it. Comedy Records shout out this week. He is once again like Nick Reynoldson, like Monty Scott, voice of the podcast. He's an OG. Going back to 2010. K. Trevor Wilson, a.k.a. Squirrely Dan on Letter Kenny. And real quick, just the whole thing when we started Comedy Records, it's like, all right, yo, let's work together collectively. And then if, you know, someone busts because we... Well, well, I was like, someone in this group is going to blow up. I, I believe everyone's going to blow up in the group. Uh, we're like, well, that'll work. And then from the original group, like a couple guys went their separate ways, which was totally cool. Fuck them. <laughs> but, you know, like you and Monty and DeBonis and others and K-Trev stuck around. And when K-Trev blew the fuck up with Letterkenny, he could have left and he didn't. He's like, no, I'm in. Comedy Records my management let's go so um he's one of the best he's also one of the sweetest kindest men on the planet probably he was there when i saw my first deer really yeah what like uh the first like a deer like up close in in wilderness where was that out east or that was out that was out east and we were uh had the day off and uh me and mark the bonus sat down at a picnic table decided we were gonna drink t- t- as many as uh you know, we could as many beers as we possibly could to go to sleep. Sure. And uh, a deer just walked up to the picnic table, and uh, I, well, I was fucking terrified. I'm not going to lie to you. Me me and the bonus were both kind of scared, drunk, and sure. like, this is a wild animal. Yep. And uh, Trev came out and was just calm as shit. You've never seen a deer before? And like, no, no, we haven't, dude. This is fucking crazy. He's, uh, he's a great dude, and he's arguably, right now, uh, he's probably the top, if not, you know, one of the biggest comedians in the he's the biggest canadian comic right now yeah yeah in the country so uh he's a good dude this is from his debut album sex cop fire penis that is uh streaming everywhere so thanks again for sticking around from comedy records here's k trevor wilson i am a large man i'm sure you guys can see that uh i can move the mic stand if you want I, uh, I have a unique look. I look like a shitty wrestler. I don't look like any of the good wrestlers. I look like the guys that always lost on Saturday afternoon. And you might remember those guys. They were the ones that didn't have a theme song or a nickname. They were just waiting there in the ring when they came back from a commercial break. That's how you knew they were going to lose every week. (laughs) They were already there. They'd get the saddest introduction in wrestling. Already in the ring. Weighing in at 275 pounds from Robbinsdale, Minnesota. Scott! You just knew. You knew the next person through those curtains was kicking the shit out of Scott. 
He's gonna pick him up and drop him on his brain. Give him one of those classic wrestling finishing moves, which always looks really simple, but Scott will pretend it's the worst thing that's ever happened, ever. No, not a heart punch. How do you survive a punch to the heart? It's insanity. Scott never had a tan or a chiseled physique. Scott had a day job, because he wasn't very good at wrestling. He did stuff like unloading furniture at the brick. Always putting up with rude and inane questions and comments from strangers and coworkers. Stuff like, hey, what are you doing back at work so fast? I thought Yokozuna broke all your ribs. <laughs> or, hey, when the million dollar man choked you out and his bodyguard stuffed $50 in your mouth, did they let you keep that after the show? Or, I don't really watch wrestling, but my nephew says you're fucking terrible. <laughs> That's the guy I look like. I'm a large enough man that in my circle of friends, I've become a unit of measurement. I am the thing that big things get compared to now. Be like, man, you see that display down at the deli? It's huge. Well, you're talking like, Normal huge or like Trev huge? It's like, oh, it's two, three Trevs, easy. It's gotten a little ridiculous now. They're using it for everything. Be like, you gotta come see my new condo, 400 square Trevs. You could throw a rave party in there. I just got an SUV, six Trevs, plus gets 2,000 Trevs to the gallon. And that is, that is fuel efficient. That is fuel efficient for an SUV.